was a thief and a terrorist. On the other hand, he had a tremendous singing voice. Hi, welcome. How is everyone doing? Hi, on. Okay, so yes, our children are off. My son gets here um, first day uh, from his mom's house because we were gone for a week in Florida, and so he was gone at our house for like a week and a half. Finally comes back over, and it's like he forgot the rules. Like, when I walk out of the house, I close the door because there's animals inside. Now, our animals don't bolt out of the front door, but I have a mini pit who likes to just kind of follow you and wonder, like, hey, guys, what's up? And then it's just like to sniff the grass. Well, son walks outside, leaves the door open. I'm somewhere else in the house because I told him to go get his shit outside and bring it inside. Well, he goes out there. The mini pit follows him. And he guess he doesn't notice that there's a dog that just walked out right behind him. And he didn't go far. He went on the porch. Like, so he was right by the, the door. The, the kid or the dog? Both. Oh. So, and then he walks back inside, leaving the dog out there and just closes the fucking door. I bet you oh, he saw the he, dog. He he left the dog outside and shut the door. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And so we couldn't find the dog. And Rachel leaves. And I'm sitting on the couch and I'm like, why is my fucking um, my English bulldog husky? Oh, I'm Casper. Um, <clears throat> just sitting by the door. It's really weird. Like, what the fuck? And then I start calling my other dog. I'm like, hey, pig, pig, pig's nowhere to be found. Pig isn't upstairs. I search high and low. I'm like, oh, fuck. He's outside. He's in the front. And I'm like, well, I haven't gone outside. I mean, the dogs are here when I brought the kids in. I closed the door. And we start going back over the footage and I'm calling her trying to do recall because she recalls from like she'll recall like up the street and come running back like she's a smart dog and she's very well trained. Um, and most of the time she just sits at the front of the house if she's left outside, like just sits on the porch and waits to be let back in. And but she was out there for about an hour and it's very windy. There's a storm rolling in. You think it scared her and she ran? I think something scared her and she just took off. Um, or do you and think there's some new people her? on the block. That too, because I've gotten a lot of compliments on her every time I take her out. They're like, "Oh my god, how much? How much did you buy her for? How much is this? How much?" Because she's a she's a staffy mixed with a French bulldog, so she's pretty compact and she's fawn. Oh so yeah, she she's adorable. That. She's great. Yeah, she's like forty pounds of fucking muscle, just jacked. Um, but like in this small little package, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I look on the, on the cameras, and sure as shit. He walked out and then just left her outside. And I'm like, man, like, I know he doesn't do things maliciously and I'm not going to make him mad. I'm not going to like sit there and like blame it on him, but I'm going to make him damn well known. Like, hey, your actions have consequences. Pay the fuck attention because this could be someone's life and it might just might be. It's not looking good. And we were, we we're hitting uh, freezing temps in the last two nights. So if she's out there, like she's probably going to freeze to death. Well, hopefully, she's if she's that smart, she'll find a place to hunker down, or somebody's going to take what her we're in. Hoping. 
until they find until they find out who owns <laughs> it. She chipped? chipped, right? Huh? Well, I mean, she used to be a transient dog before, so she's used to being out on the streets. But I don't know if she's sleeping in tents and shit. Mm. Like legit, she was a fucking transient dog. Like, and she had puppies out on the streets when we first adopted her, and. So I'm just like, okay, we go back to your transient roots. Remember that shit. Right. You know <laughs> how to find do this. somewhere and hunker down. Yeah. Right. Go find somewhere to hunker down until the pound picks you up because she, she's sweet. She doesn't run. She doesn't bite. Um, I mean, she might run if she's scared, but fuck man. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, I, I posted her everywhere, but I'm like, I don't want someone to have taken her, but at least if someone takes her, but it's better than a car yeah. Yeah. or, yeah, or freezes out. Yeah. Or doesn't freeze to death, you know? And I'm like, well, hopefully I don't find her dead on the road. And a lot of retards come out of the woodwork and be like, fucking telling me how I should post my dogs. And I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself, dude. I don't, I don't need help posting my dogs. They're chipped. I posted in like seven different fucking places. Eat a dick. Yeah. Let me do my thing. Um, Eat and a then dick. Other people are like, I saw your dogs. And I'm like, there's only one missing. I don't. It's not, it's not plural. Other ones in the house. Ah, uh, sorry, brother. Because losing a dog sucks. I mean, yeah, she's yeah. fucking fucked up too. She's got heart murmurs and everything. She's she's a she's an old dog. She's like eight years old. One of my favorite dogs ever that we had. Freaking, he disappeared off into the hills because, freaking, yeah, well, he just disappeared off into the hills because he was braver than he was smart, and he chased coyotes and never returned. So. I get it. We're not living a warrior's death. That's right. The or he's king of the dogs. Chewy. Yeah, that's that's what I choose to believe. <laughs> that he's living out there like like he's like in charge of a den of coyotes, getting them to do his best Chihuahua dachshund bidding. Because he looked like a mini pin, but he was smaller because he's Chihuahua dachshund. Oh, he was, he was a Chihuahua dachshund? Oh, dude, he was freaking. He's riding on top of a coyote's back. He is fucking, a fucking patch. That dog was so smart. That dog got hit and dragged by a car and survived. Like, he was dope. Dude. My dachshund did too, dude, by a fucking van. They're tough. tough it would just drag fight. itself everywhere. So being the king of useless information, I enjoy passing this on. Do you know why dachshunds are so tough? No, because they're, they're badger dogs? Yes. They're, they're, yeah, so Marco, their their dog is, they're, it literally means badger hound. And they're, huh. they're that size and shape because they are basically bred and their purpose is to go into badger holes and pull badgers out and kill them. Dude, badgers are tough as shit, too. Yeah, so, anyway. Well, that sucks, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, fuck, man. Like, I don't know when to give up hope. Um, We've contacted the Pound. Pound websites, like, go in your, uh, make sure you um, take your chip information and, and, like, go in, like, online. So, I'm like, tell my wife, I'm like, Rachel, where the fuck is the Pound info? Because she does all the filing. And um, she went to the pound. Pound was like, no, it's going to take like 30 minutes for me to even see you. She's like, fuck this. I got to go. Yeah. So she left. She's like, I have the pound info at the house. She calls me. She's like, there is no chip info in the pound information. I'm like, they should have chipped the dog. They didn't fucking chip the dog. Like, That's weird. there's no chip info in it. So now I got to go to go over there. Because funny thing is, if you guys lose a dog and it's chipped, great thing is, is when it's chipped, you call the company, um, the, the chip company, and you let them know my dog's missing. What they do is they send out a fucking APB to all the like local a, yeah, pounds. Yeah, like a BOL. Yeah, yeah. And, and a fucking bolo, dude, like for yeah. dogs. And I'm like, this is wild. And all to the local vets that participate in it. And it plasters like a photo up. The it phone keeps number, somebody the from bringing info. in the dog themselves. And yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. So I got to do that just in case someone ganked the dog and is like, not mine. This is a cool mini pit. 
and takes it to the fucking vet, you know, I can have that info like there, but there's no chip info in my fucking um, pound info. So, well, that's a bummer, we'll but uh, we're here this week and welcome to locker room. I'm Tom. <sighs> I'm Chuck. I'm just here for the ride. And that's we have no said. math this week. Uh, <laughs> scheduling has been a little bit of a, of a, of a tough fucked. one um, for the last couple of weeks with, uh, with what's been going on in all our personal lives. Obviously I did listen to the, the uh, last week's episode without myself um, on it. <laughs> I wholeheartedly laughed entirely. Um, but no, I in fact was not wearing a big ruffly collar. <laughs> ah, damn it. <laughs> oh, for your, for your, um, Thespianisms. Yeah. Yeah. For my thespianisms. So, um, yeah, I know. I figured if you guys, Marco was just uh, about to ask me about it. So I I just did. Yeah. I figured at this point, if you guys, uh, basically it's a musical comedy. Well, yes, that's right. (laughs) Thank you. I'll take center stage. Uh, so it is a musical comedy, uh, and is based on, um, it's a combination of a play by William Shakespeare and uh, the music of Elvis, which sounds really, really weird. Okay. <laughs> Basically they just took um, the plot elements and set it in the 1950s and okay. all of the music, all the music is like re reworkings of Elvis songs that are used to, to move the plot along. So think of like, um, Grease meets Footloose, you know. <laughs> I'm all think of that fucking um, with the Claire Danes, uh, Romeo and Juliet, but not, but not done in the 90s, right. done in the 50s, right? So less garbage, more summer loving. Yeah, so it's um, you know, it's just it's oh just God. a comedy using it's it's a two hours of comedy using all Elvis music, and it's pretty silly and it's pretty fun. But uh, my daughter is doing the show, and I told her that at some point I would come out of retirement. Because I've directed shows, but um, at yeah. some point I would come out of retirement from acting and I would do a, a show with her as an actor. And so um, this show came up and she asked me if I was going to audition. And then another friend of mine asked me if I was going to audition. So I figured, okay, right. what better chance than now? And so I've been in rehearsal for this thing since just after Christmas. And uh, we have about so five or six, we have six more performances and then the show closes. So what's your part? So what's your part? What's it? Can you give a little us a bit little... of typecasting? I play the town sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a stretch. <laughs> yeah. Right. But the fun part is, is I have to be like the henchman. I'm, I'm almost like the, 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 evil the mayor of the town is the jerk. And mm-hmm. I'm her, I'm her big, you know, heavy henchman. Um, and so <laughs> everybody thinks I'm, I'm one type of person. And then as you get towards the end, at the very end, I show my true colors and I'm, I change the whole thing and flip it all on its head and do some really funny stuff. So good time. Okay. It's okay. been, it's been, uh, been fun coming out of retirement to do this. I don't know how many more times I'm going to do it again, but, um, do you have to sing and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to sing. I have to act. I have to be. In do you have a solo? Room. Do you have a Do you have a solo number? I do. You do. <laughs> I do oh, a little bit. Oh my gosh! I am. I am messaging your wife for a fucking tape for a video. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's funny is uh, just just the feedback you know I get when I walk out. Everybody's like, "Oh, 
you totally stole the show. I loved, I loved watching you. Da, 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 da. And it's kind of that, like, well, it's nice to know that, you know, after 20, over 20 years of not being on the stage, it's like riding a bicycle and I still, you know, I still got it a little bit. <laughs> so it's been fun, but mostly it's, you know, it's an opportunity. How many times are you going to get the, the chance to be on? If you, if, if your daughter acts and you've acted, you know, was, I did it so that, you know, we could do something together, like together. That's you're right. You're right about that. Yeah, that's yeah. that's hundred percent true. Yeah. How many, how many more times are you going to get? How exactly. many more opportunities are you going to get for that? Yeah. So I was getting like ready. playing sports with your kids. Yeah. Like yeah. On competitive right, level. Exactly. Yeah. And so I, I was getting ready for the show and my, my, I was putting on this. It's, everybody knows. Well, not everybody, I guess you have to, if you're going to be act on, on film or in TV or in a play or something, you have to put on theatrical makeup. And uh, so I put on my theatrical makeup and I was getting ready to leave the house. My daughter's boyfriend was over and he's like, you have to wear makeup too. I'm like, yeah, bro. Every single person up on that stage has to wear makeup or you look like a corpse. Those those stage lights. So pretty funny. I'll send you the picture of me and my daughter. You did your own makeup. Yeah. I don't know how to do stage makeup. When, when you start acting at a young age, there's no like makeup trailer. There's no makeup. They, <laughs> you, yeah, I do the shit on your you own. You do it on your own. Oh, I just figured they would have had that there. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I could go to the theater and do my makeup there at the theater in the dressing room, but I, I prefer not to show up early and do all my stuff there. I prefer to, to do it all at home and then go and, and just kind of spend as little time there before the show as I have to. Uh. Oh. Anyway, so that's what I've been doing. Um, the the play is called uh, All Shook Up, and it's been fun. It's been a good time. But uh, I'm ready for us. The, the We close on Sunday, and uh, I'm ready to not be this busy again for a while. <laughs> so We're even recording oh. this tonight without Matt because every other night this week I have – be on stage performing during the time that we would normally podcast so here we are yeah and matt can't be here because he has a family frying flying in from europe (laughs) matt's Matt's outside watching weather balloons that's what he's matt's outside watching for balloons that's what he's doing screaming and yelling at him (laughs) get off my lawn (laughs) oh god so so let's well first of all um let's just recap how many things have we shot down this the last like like four oh, of them, four of them now. Four of them, right? I think uh, yeah, it's been four of them, and they're tracking. You know, they're tracking more. But you- I did. You guys talk about it in the last episode. Um, but during Trump's presidency, Miley and um, Mad Dog Mattis, which this shocked me, knew about what three other weather balloons, but didn't say anything to Trump because they were afraid of how he would react. What is that true? Yeah, I I saw it. On I like, I don't know because I saw it on Facebook so but it was from like um one of the like or Instagram like typical liberal or um, hmm. fucking one of those people so they're like a conservative Instagram account and they were talking about how it how it is and they're like if this is true this is fucking treason because you need to tell the commander in chief and and I'm like man that's kind of upsetting to hear that General Mattis I don't um, I don't, th- I don't think that's true I I just. I, I feel see like they wouldn't bring that up or like, at least handle it in some way, shape, or form, you know? Or they would have came to light before. Well, they handled it. They just they just didn't tell him about it. Let's oh, see. So it, I'm hmm. looking at up. Uh, there's New York Times and there's CNN, so I'm looking for something that's not either one of those. You know what I looked up? What Thomas was, what Thomas was looking that up. You know what I looked up? What? I looked up what the fuck else is going on. 
well, they have our eyes on these balloons up in the sky. I was like, oh, I'm like, wait a minute. There's a pattern of shit that happens. Hold on. Hold, hold, hold my tea for a second. So I started researching what, what, what other shit is popping right now where they have us all looking at. Oh, there's a giant fucking train that derailed three, of them. Uh, three of them, bro. Right. And that fucking spill the cop. And then the oil company decided, oh, we're just going to get rid of this chemicals by lighting them on fire. So they lit them on fire. And all sorts of shit's been going wrong in the fucking neighborhoods and people's have, have had animals dying and shit like that from the fucking fumes and shit. And uh, yeah, they're only. Well, it, it seems like there's all kinds of weird shit like this going on with the, all those cows, like all the, 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 the cows that were dying and the chickens that were dying. Okay. And and then there was we had now we have the these chemical spills like it's it's getting dude what the actual fuck is going on I don't know man it's getting part of it looks if part of it sounds tin hat the other part so tell that part of it sounds like some crazy ass shit's going on in this world right now did you see the videos from Palestine Ohio or Palestine or Ohio where the train derailment was yeah mm-hmm. yeah Holy yeah I did. Well, I, fuck. well I saw there's some videos of that. there's Oh my God! There's there's it, videos, there's it, photos. It looks biblical. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it, it does. One of the one of the um one of the photos that I saw looks, looks like one of the fucking Exxon, you know, old school Exxon Valdez oil spills. You know, saying just like fucking yeah. covered in oil and shit everywhere. Just yeah, it looks looks fucking bad, dude. The skies it's are really black. Bad. Yep. Let's yep. see. And, I'm looking, and it, it says that there, it's possible that those. Um, balloons were not detected in real time under the Trump administration. Not that it necessarily was hidden from him, but that our our Defense Department just straight up possibly didn't even know it. Um, ooh, ooh how, well, that's a big breach of fucking security. That's see, probably why they didn't bring it up. They're like, oh fuck, let's not say this. Former because tr- that shows a big weakness. Former trucks, former Trump sec def Mark Esper uh, said he was never aware of three reported flyovers. Uh, two relevant officials who have not spoken out are Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley and James Mad Dog Mattis. Uh, Pompeo said neither Milley, who he noted is still in his top military advisor role, nor former Secretary Mattis have spoken out as to whether they knew about the spy flyovers. He would be so shocked. It must have been if, speculation. He would be shocked if Mattis knew about it and hadn't shared that with either the CIA or the Sec State. So there's no, there's nothing that says they 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 confirmed that they knew it's actually sounds like gotcha. they're trying to figure out who, who did know if anybody, um, which is interesting. Uh, so it was just propaganda being spilled by the, the, the right wing guys. Maybe, maybe possibly unless they're maybe trusting the like info wars, like we think, you know, we think they knew and film at 11. <laughs> it was the way I read it. It was more than they, we think it was more like they knew. And, and then they yeah. kind of put at the end, but if they, if that this is in fact true, that's that's really bad. But like, yeah. hey, let's don't be. Both sides need to stop that shit. It's like trying to be the media, trying to be first to the story, and they don't really care if it's true right. or not. They're just kind oh, of yeah, banking yeah, yeah, on yeah, that yeah, it yeah, is yeah. because if yeah. it is, they're the first one to report it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Never get never let the truth get in the way of a good story, huh? Yeah, it's fucking stupid, but whatever. I, that's yeah, kind of scary. It is. It is. So, <laughs> I, 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 I'm also bothered by the fact that i don't know if you guys have read this but only one of the four objects that has been shot down is confirmed to have been a balloon the other three they're like yeah we're not sure we're not sure what they are we're trying to recover them <laughs> like what the hell the other one that pisses me UFOs. off is, 
they said they shot didn't shoot down the weather balloon until it had crossed into like the Atlantic the area of the Atlantic Ocean near South Carolina because of oh, yeah the first the first like, the first call out at least yeah. yeah because of the safety of people on the ground really yeah. really it's a balloon, bro well, I guess well, what they're hauling the, the gear the size attached was, to it. Yeah. yeah, and it was like the size of a fucking bus. So the, oh, fuck, not, that's not huge. The, not the balloon. What was carrying underneath? Yeah. The balloon's actually bigger than that. The balloon's actually bigger than that. What was carrying underneath all the equipment was actually the size yeah, of that's a what, bus. That's what I figure you're talking about. That's fucking yeah. big, dude. Imagine yeah, that dude, that's falling huge. on your house. Yeah, Oof. right. Or even a chunk what? of that, you know. So yeah, here's this engine you, block. But like, from literally, there's so many places where I feel like you could be like, okay. Uh, we're in the the plains of Kansas. We're in the the freaking nail it. the cornfields of Nebraska. Like there's there's so much acreage left in this country that's still, sure. you know, completely blank. That you're telling me they couldn't find one single solitary place to shoot it down. It's coming oh, over the Rockies. God. Nail it, fucking right. You know Come what I mean? on. Before it gets to NORAD, oh, um, did you hear about? Because I've been off of um, the news. I'm like, I just can't deal with the news right now. It's too much. Yeah. <clears throat> Was there some issue with like UFOs being like, hey, there's the actual UFOs. This is an actual UFO type of confirmation. Um, not that I, I, I was reading. seeing it all over Facebook talking about how UFOs there. There's a UFO, but it's it's it just coincidentally that they're saying that there's a UFO because of the whole Hunter Biden scandal that's coming out to be true. Twitter covering it. Up. Well, there is. So that was part of the thing with these objects is one of the objects that was shot down over Lake Michigan is an octagonal object that okay. they're not sure if it's a weather balloon. They're not sure what it is. They're trying to recover it out of one of the Great Lakes. Um, cool. So I guess since they don't know what it is, technically that is a confirmed we've, we shot down a UFO. It's, it is unidentified and it was flying and it was an object. So Got it. <laughs> Got it. that's yeah, probably yeah, how they're getting sense. away with saying, U.S. shot down a confirmed UFO. Um, it, it was it. it was also octagonal. So some know. kids like flying his fucking that that weird square kite. And he's like, "What the fuck?" It was like actual aliens trying to make peaceful contact. <laughs> We're like, "Fuck you!" Just because of a balloon. <laughs> we picked the wrong week to visit. Oh god, dude. yeah. It's been, it, it, I, dude. It, I like to say it's going to hell in a handbasket, but apparently it's going to hell in a balloon. Uh, it's going to hell at the Grammys. <gasps> yeah. So what happened with the Grammys? Because I'm not really sorry for sure. my stupid dog that can't shut her mouth. Um. So Sam Smith, mm-hmm. who goes by the pronouns I don't fucking care. Um. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that Sam Smith was a because he's clearly a fat bald British guy. Right. Yeah. Like okay. you, you look at Sam Smith and you're like, oh, it's a fat ball British guy. Sure. It's like if boy George went on a Twinkie binge, you know, um, he has. Have you seen him lately? Well, he's, he's, you know, he's, well, yeah. boy George has an excuse based on his age. Sam Smith is excuse. Oh, this is true. He's Sam Smith. I guess. Well, I don't know. He likes Twinkies. Yeah. I got yeah. it. Um, and I, I'm not overly familiar with Sam Smith catalog. I know the song that he had to pay Tom Petty for. Um, because like when you listen to it, you're like, oh shit, he totally, whether intentionally or unintentionally, <laughs> he just straight stole a Tom Petty song. How you gonna, how you gonna rip off a dead guy? Anyways, go ahead. I know. Um, so he he first of all, 
Have you seen the picture of him at it's like a butt plug? The British Awards wearing a inflated garbage bag? He looks like a oh. butt plug. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, that did sure. come across my desk, if you will, and I didn't know what it was, and I was like, okay, I know what okay. you're talking about. So that's the first thing. He was at these the the British version of the Grammys, and he showed up in this ridiculous inflated garbage bag of a costume. And he just looks he looks like like he belongs in Alice in Wonderland, like painting roses red on a tree or so. He looks like the spade. Sure. Like an upside down spade. Yeah. He, he does look like an upside down spade. Yeah. Um I hope there's like an uh, I hope there's like a fucking fit. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. I, I hope there's a fucking uh, fan inside of that thing, like the fucking inflatable uh, T Rex costumes. I would be willing to bet you <laughs> it's actually like like super expensive carbon fiber tent rods that like keep it out permanently. But either way, it just like how do you all, leave the house? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, well, the designer comes up to you. You go like, I'm, a, I'm a, the designer wants to work with you for the Grammys. You're like, oh, fantastic! I love their work. They bring you this. What point do you look at this and go, yes, this is the statement that I want to make. Playing card. I look like a half clover, half anchor. Butt plug. Okay, so butt plug. Yeah. Okay. So it was inflatable. Okay. It was inflatable. Um let's see. Uh Sam Smith's inflatable latex suit was the talk of the red carpet at this year's Brit Awards. Its designer is also a uh, is a latex farmer in India who Ooh. who reveals that it was inspired by his dog. Perfect. Wow. Okay. What kind of dog? Uh, that dog dude, needs to go to a vet. I don't. I don't even know. But uh, he 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 has these. He, dude, he looks like a weird like genie lamp made out of black. Did you see? Rubber. Did you see the one he did a year before? No, I tried. He had not like pasties on his nipples, and he was. Oh like, yeah, I've seen pictures of that. I didn't what know what that was from. But the dude's a weirdo, and he also got pissed at the British uh grammy people fucking the news for mislabeling him or misgenderizing him or yeah pronouncing for zay whatever the fuck he is i don't know uh, zim zork I, zord yeah i don't know so it's it's just fucking weird he's like here's the thing i have a hard time getting too like angry at somebody like that because clearly they're going through some shit like mentally starving for attention and, either case but, i don't care but mm-hmm. what i do have a problem with is everybody else lifting this mentally ill person on a pedestal mm. and calling them a fucking genius mm-hmm. i mean shit david bowie was doing this stuff in the 70s you know doing androgyny and like wearing well, quasi female clothing <laughs> and he was also Boy coming George. out doing the, doing the nazi salute so that's you know we can't really but that's what I mean. Like, like, oh my God. like Lady Gaga coming out in a dress made of meat, you know. Or well, she also came. She also carried an egg, if you remember that. Yes, like so. Mork, Mork and Mindy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mork and Mindy style. Oh my gosh. So, uh, here, high fashion, bro. High fashion. At this point, <laughs> literally, all <laughs> I do is I look at these Brit Awards and the Grammys. I'm like, oh it's the fucking the Hunger Games, dude. It's yeah, fucking, it is. It's like yeah. the Hunger Games. It's the fucking Hunger Games, bro. This and is- I think you know, and low key, I don't think it's low key at all. I think the Hunger Games did that shit on purpose, like to make fun of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like where things where things are going or have gone or you know. Oh not, yeah, we're there. Oh, yeah, where yeah the obviously. Fuck? First of all, where is Daniel Tosh when we need him? Um, I don't know. He's, He's probably making fun of these fucking people. 
I feel like he he doesn't make fun of these people because he'll be canceled. Yeah, I'm sure he's been tamed. Probably. Yeah, put to heel. There, but hey, Roseanne Barr is not going to be tamed. She just put out a new special called "Cancel This," and apparently, like, really? yeah, Roseanne Barr's like, "Fuck you guys." I feel like we need more like George Carlin, Roseanne Barr. Where's Dice Clay? Where Where are these people? When we Where's Sam, God? Resurrect Sam Kinison. Well, da- oh, 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 that's bro. That's a level ten. Yeah, we need to, that's we, going. We, that's the nuclear option, bro. Talking okay. Talking about level ten, real quick. Guys, okay. Snowflake, Snowflake Mountain. Oh, on Netflix. We just let's just watch some of it. Let's just watch like two episodes, and we'll come back to it. Okay, all right. Because I've heard of it. I've got it on my list. If you're telling me Bruh. we got to do it for the podcast, I'm down. There's an actual show called Snowflake Mountain. Yes. Listen, listen to me. They, they put a bunch Flames. of snow. Listen, they put a bunch of snowflakes on a survival mountain and say go. <laughs> it's like Survivor for Millennials, bro. So I'll put it to you guys this way. My wife, Jules, lover, goes, Hey, babe, I have something for you guys to discuss in your podcast. Uh, you know, y'all know she doesn't listen to this podcast. Nope. Not her cup of tea. Not her cup of tea. Correct. But for her to go, it's y'all Snowflake need to talk about this shit. <laughs> it's, no, it's Snowflake Mountain. And this is the premise of the show. You should watch it and talk about it. I looked at her and said, Oh yeah, you know as well. Thanks, babe. I appreciate okay. you. All right. So she, so if we she, have homework. If she is like, y'all need to break this down. We need to break that shit down. Okay, so so we are agreeing to by next week watch two episodes. The first two episodes. Two episodes. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not Probably really all hard we can make. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, it could be just a beautiful t- train wreck that could we're just be. yelling it at the screen. Something amazing time, where bro. I want to watch it. No. Um. So. In other Sam Smith news, the, the second part is not just how he showed up at the Brit Awards looking like an inflatable butt plug, but he then performs at the Grammy Awards with another GJ Ja. Oh, I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I've reached that beautiful age where I'm too fucking old to care what somebody's goddamn pronouns are. Um, especially they don't make sense. They're not grammatically yeah. grammatically correct. Right. It is confuses me. So, um. And this one, he performed a song called Unholy, and he performed it dressed as the devil, but in like the most 1940s Looney Tunes cartoon version of the devil that he could possibly think of. Did he have the little goatee and the fucking pointy mustache? Yes. Oh, he did. And the top hat. Oh, it's fantastic. Right? Okay, so, yes, oh, I see uh, it here. Yes. So, and then there was like, it was basically like images of hell. And then uh, I can't remember who was that. I think it was ABC. Um, he, t- he tweets out a picture of him like in his hell costume, ready to perform unholy and do all this stuff. And ABC took a bath on Twitter. They tried to delete it, but of course nothing on the internet is ever deleted. <laughs> they, the ABC, tweets we are ready to worship and everybody's like what the fuck dude we've got a we've got a a non-binary fat white british dude dressed up as a cartoon devil performing a song called unholy on stage with a tranny and abc news is saying they're ready to worship him we have officially crossed into la la land right 
Now, what I want to get your thoughts on, because this is something that I actually have some pretty strong feelings about based on my um, personal beliefs, but there is a big hubbub about the, the the everybody who wants to play it off. It's like, oh, please, it's just performance art. Who cares? And then the rest of the people are going, you guys are literally encouraging devil worship at this point. And I thought back to the days of Dungeons and Dragons and Kiss and some of that kind of stuff, like the the what they call the Satanic Panic era. Mm-hmm. And I thought I would get your guys' opinions on, um, first of all, what where where does something cross the line from being like shock theater to actually being detrimental? And at what point do we say to people, you guys, this is not this is come on, right now. I don't know where that line is. I cross the line all the damn time, right? But I know. I was just saying, if we let fucking Marilyn Manson walk around with a fucking bodysuit that has like a boob with boob with no nipples, and you know, saying like, but and, see, and, I was, and, I, you know, me, I was never a big Marilyn Manson fan anyway. I, this, I, the first I mean, we're not a, released that we're album not a fan called "I Eat Children." Right. Was out. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not. I mean, we're not fans of Sam Smith either. But you know, this is part of the topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not really seeing a problem with this. It's, perf- it's performance art, so you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really seeing a problem with this. I mean, we saw Freddie Mercury back in the day, walking around with risque, quote unquote, risque outfits for the for this period, mm-hmm. doing his thing. You know, like so. And you you mentioned earlier, Diggy Stardust, mm-hmm. Alice Cooper back in the day was all the rage. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the heyday. You know, so so I went back and I watched some of the Kiss and Alice Cooper stuff, and I realized that a lot of the dark imagery and stuff like that. I've wondered, like, have we just normalized it to the point where now we have to be like, we have to be so on the nose that it's actually shocking. Or is this a case of the greatest trick the devil ever pulled is to convince people that you didn't exist. Cause let's imagine if you're the devil and you're like, okay, look guys, you have, you have your little board meeting in hell, right? Like, look, we're never going to get people to openly like just want to worship us. Like the, the, the church of Satan's not really going to work. You know, they're kind of a joke. So let's just, let's just convince everybody that I'm a big joke and I'm a cartoon character. And let's do that by getting famous people to make fun of me and getting religious people to panic over me. I mean, that'd be a pretty brilliant plan if you're the devil, right? It's just to get people to stop being, worried about you and then Wait. you could just do whatever you wanted you're saying right. that the, the 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 rebranding strategy of the devil is to make himself so un uncool and make himself so like anti-cool counterculture that becomes the actual culture to no, follow i'm saying that him? the devil's strategy is to make people think that anybody who actually believes in the devil is a fucking crazy person. Right? So if if okay. you're the devil. Yeah, I'm it, with you. I'm with you, Chuck. No, that's or just so unharmful. Yeah. That people are that right, people that are going joke. around and just portraying it and being like, this is cool. Right. I think then, that's more of what you're getting getting at, not you know. Well, because like, if if there's no objective, it's more devil, like desensitize desensitizing towards it that people are like oh this is awesome we should do this but at the okay look i'm a christian 
I don't agree with all these fucking performers, like high end performers like Lady Gaga, Sam Smith, all mm-hmm. these fucking weirdos, right? Even Lil Nas X did it. And oh, with he his, went back with his shit blood crazy. shoes. And- yeah. I, I mean, look, I don't agree with it. I'm a Christian. I'm a completely 100 fucking percent, 110%. If I can go 110%, I'm there. I'm against it. 100 fucking percent, I'm against it. However, it does go to freedom of expression, freedom of speech. So they can't be censored. However, I don't think it needs to be put on a pedestal. Um, but these are my own personal beliefs and my religious beliefs. And my re- I'm not going to shove my religion down anybody's throat. I don't think that they should be shoving theirs down anyone's throat. Um, but it is freedom of expression. So at the same token, if someone wants to come out, you know, dressed as Jesus and sing a song about Jesus, they shouldn't get the they shouldn't get all the backlash that they do. Right. Because what I've seen is it's not a fair playing playing field. Right. On, on the other hand, it, it you know, like you have all this shit about the devil and all this stuff and people glorify it, which is to me is fucking crazy. And then you have the stuff and people come out, look at Tim Tebow. In, in sports because the the Super Bowl just happened. Tim Tebow got demonized for fucking kneeling and praying on the field, right? right? And then you know, fast forward, people like um, what I think even Kanye even had a song where people you know, with, with um, um, with the 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 fucking people who sing uh, in the churches and shit like that, the fucking choir. Yeah, the choir, the choir, uh, the women in the choir and, and it's had a song about Jesus and stuff right. and people lost their fucking mind, you know. And, and so if I think if you're going to be able to do that, you should be able to do it on both sides and it should be, you know, people shouldn't slander each, each one. But at, at the same token, I don't think the devil should be glorified. I don't think these fucking high end people need to be coming out and vomiting on people and, and oh, basically God, having like this Lady fucking, Gaga. like it's Satanist culture being shoved down like people's throats. And it, it's uh, to me, that's fucking that's fucking wild. It's paganism on a full-blown scale, 100%. And we talked about Marilyn Manson. I think that dude's a fucking lunatic. Oh, he is. I didn't like any of his shit. I didn't listen to any of his shit. I thought it was absolutely fucking crazy. And honestly, um, when I was a young kid and you had, um, what was it? Um, that fucking, uh, what was it? I think it was like Danny something. Um, uh he was like a big time fucking like metal dude. Um, um, fuck, what's the name of it? It's, it was something su- super sinister. Anyways, it was all about Satan and the devil and all this crazy shit. And I was like, I can't listen to it. Like even back then it was fucking too much. It was like in your face type of shit. Um, I don't agree with any of it. And that's my personal opinion. I'm completely right. on the other, other opposite end of most people. But that's me. Now, it is freedom of expression. It is freedom of speech, whatever. But uh, I think that's, that's a slippery that's, slope. I can't sit there and say we can't, we have to condemn this because then I'm completely against freedom of speech and freedom of expression, right? But I just don't think it needs to be glorified. So that's, I think, where I'm going with this is that, um, number one, if you if you really think, like, for all the people that are that are saying, oh, this is this needs to be banned and stuff like that, well, you, cradle I mean, of filth. That's what I was thinking. Oh, of. Cradle of filth. Yeah. So, Ugh. anybody that says Tim Tebow should be allowed to kneel and pray at the Super Bowl better be the same person who says if Sam Smith wants to sing about the devil at the Grammys, he should be allowed to. Right? Like that's that's part of free will and part of freedom of choice. But but the problem that's is not what's happening. Not. Right? That's not what's happening. Wait. 
Wait, do we know that that's what the song is actually about? Is that the, 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 another, I understand it's called Unholy. But no, I'm just, I'm just, ma- yeah, I've looked them up and I can read them to you if you want. But um, my point is that if he's dressing up like the devil and singing a song called, um, it, it's, Unholy. yeah, it's, it's basically, mm-hmm. he says it's about um, people treating him like he's unholy for his behavior. Sure. Um, but it's, I mean, the lyrics are freaking insane. Like, uh, with a, that, guy, a with lucky, that. lucky girl. She got married to a boy like you. She'd kick you out if she ever, ever knew. But all the time, to- about all the you tell me that you do, dirty, dirty boy. You know everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you've been, and how you don't know how to keep your business clean. Like it's, you don't know that daddy's getting hot at the body shop doing something all unholy. He sat back while he's dropping it. She'd be popping it. Like the lyrics are insane. It's okay. it's it's all over Instagram and it's very popular. Yeah. Okay. But that's not my but the point. Song, it's not the song itself. Right. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that if you're going to be in favor of one being allowed to be as a form of expression, whether it's Marilyn mm-hmm. Manson or Sam Smith or Tim mm-hmm. Tebow or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's not, I don't think that's what's happening. My other, mm. my my previous point was I think that all these people who are saying, "Look, they're just worshiping Satan out in public." I, do I honestly think Sam Smith is a Satan worshiper? Fuck no. No, I think Sam Fuck Smith no. is a a sad, depressed, confused, fat white British dude. That's what I think Sam Smith is. But do I believe that evil has a, a purpose and that evil has? you know, something that it wants. Yes, I absolutely believe in true evil and that it wants to corrupt the world. And I, what I was saying to you guys is I think the smarter play, if you're in charge of evil, right? Let's say that you're the devil and you're in charge of all the evil in the world. The smarter play is to, it's not to just push, Hey, I want you all to be evil. The smarter play is to say, Hey, there is no such thing as evil. Evil doesn't exist. Y'all can do whatever you want. It's totally fine. And then get people to act on their worst instincts, their baser instincts, because if you convince people there are no consequences for their actions, they're going to live like it. You know what I mean? So that's, that's, I guess my point of it, as, as opposed to trying to be in your face and convince people, yes, you should be devil worshipers. It's, it would be much smarter play if you're the devil to just convince people that you don't exist and then get them to do the rest. Because then they don't feel like they're worshiping the devil. They feel like they're just expressing themselves, you know, as opposed to when Christians are out there praying or they're like singing songs, they're telling people literally, this is what we believe in. This is what we want you to believe. And I think that makes people more uncomfortable than the opposite of a Sam Smith telling people, don't believe in anything. Nothing's real. Just do your thing. If, if that Does that make more sense the way I'm explaining it? Yeah. Okay. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that was all I was trying to 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 put a point on it. But enough about Sam Smith because we still have more to talk about, boys. Um, have you? <laughs> First of all, have you seen the uh, execution videos coming out of Ukraine? No, no or, execution I'm videos. sorry, out of Russia. What are you watching? <laughs> I'm not watching the execution videos, but I read the articles. There's, Apparently, there's, there's a para, videos, there's huh? a paramilitary group called the Wagner Group. And they have been using some fucking mercenaries. Yeah, they're they're PMC, yeah. and they have been taking 
Russian prisoners that are being that have been given life sentences for rape or murder and saying, all right, we'll let you out of Russian prison, but you have to come and fight on the front lines of Ukraine with us. And so oh, I've heard, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Okay. So in a couple of these instances, uh, some of these prisoners are like, they get to the front lines and they're a rapist and they're a murderer, but they're like, fuck this. I'm not fighting in this war. And so they go AWOL. And then uh, this one dude, the the story that I read, I did not watch the video, but I saw a freeze frame of the video and that freeze frame was scary. Dude, it looked like something out of an Eli Roth movie, bro. So here's what's happening. In this instance, the guy escaped Russia. He escaped the Russian paramilitary group and was on the run because he didn't want to go back to prison, nor did he want to fight. And he said he got hit over the head and knocked unconscious. He woke up in the room where the picture of him was at, and he was told that he was going to have his final trial, right? And so they filmed him explaining this to the camera, that he was knocked unconscious, that he woke up in this room, and that he was having his final trial. His head was taped with, like, clear packing tape or, like, saran wrap to, like, three cinder block bricks. And then they crushed his head with a sledgehammer. The the dude was standing behind him. There, all you see is like in the in the picture. All you see is like from the waist down, this dude's boots and a giant sledgehammer. And they just, they, I guess, this paramilitary group has been taking to executing people who go AWOL with a sledgehammer to the dome up against bricks that are taped to their head. Bro, that's some suicide squad shit. I mean, fucking holy crap. And this dude who runs this paramilitary group is such a whack job that when the, I guess, I think it was, if I remember correctly from reading the article, somebody at the UN or the UN Human Rights Council or one of those groups said that they were a terrorist organization and that their tactics were terrorism. So he mailed them a bloody sledgehammer with engraved skulls on the head. Yeah. Fuck, dude, dude, that's sinister shit, dude. This is what I'm saying. Like, if people that's aren't paying attention, movie. this is the shit that's like I I cannot I, I but then I, I okay, so here's where I get all messed up. It's because I'm a devil's advocate kind of person. Y'all know this. Um my I was having this discussion with somebody about wow, you know, just firing squad. Why do you have to hit him in the head with a sledgehammer? And then be, me being me, I looked at him and I went, well, I mean, what's the difference? Like, you're killing well, him either way, right? Bro. One of them is more brutal than the other, for sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, that sledgehammer is probably instantaneous, bro. No. Uh, dude, a Maybe sledge... you get it all conconscious. Yeah, I know, yeah. The, I, I mean, like, know, you're out. Hurt. Like, fuck. Yeah, that was the thing. It's like I was kind of thinking about what and and this was me. I like I'm not saying it should be done. I'm just saying what is it in us that thinks about like shooting somebody with a bullet in the head and just putting him down like a dog versus hitting him in the head with a sledgehammer and why do we think there's a difference? You know, it just struck me as odd that we're okay with certain types of executions and not okay with others after I was really kind of just taking stock of like our conversation about, you know, different methods of execution that we've previously had and all this other stuff. And I kind of reached this moment where I was having this 
kind of internal debate with myself of really what what's the difference what makes us feel one is so much more different than the other if it's not like i mean yes torture is worse because you're making somebody feel pain before they die but in the case of a sledgehammer if if it crushes your skull like a watermelon you're you're gone right there's no more you left yeah, I mean, but those 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 actions are consistent with the terrorist organization. Well, that's I mean, true, and that's the thing. They, they, they are 100 war crimes. Yeah, those that's that's just it. Like, and even even the Russian government is distancing themselves from this this group, and they're like, yeah, we sh- we probably should like you know, not say that this is not cool and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, they're still using them. They're still working. So it's the Russian mercenaries. Yeah, the Wag- Wagner. Yeah, Wagner group. Uh, they're going after Ukraine. And they're people. they're pro yeah yeah they're pro Putin. Yeah, in fact, okay, so like I a, thought it was the other way around. I thought it was the Ukrainian government going no, fucking. No, like, these are these it. are. Uh, I mean that tracks from though. the from the risky side. Yeah, so it's yeah it's pretty freaking like, dude, you talk about brutal. I mean those beheading videos that Al Qaeda was putting out Oof. were bad enough, but. I, I mean, those are bad. Those are really bad. Yeah. You know what's, what's pretty bad too is the uh, Los Cedos cartel. Those are fucking bad. Those are bad. Which one are those ones? Uh, they were just beheadings. Um, oh. And I watched two with John. Oh, I can't, I can't uh, watch that in shit. In college that our professor gave us. <laughs> Hey, talking about cartel doing some shit. You guys Jesus Christ. heard or seen the videos of the fucking cartel guys fucking using uh, 50 cal fucking sniper rifles and taking pop shots at fucking civilian airliners? What? Oh. Really? No, right? Pa- pause this motherfucker and do some research, man. Yeah, these guys are fucking. So it's like kind of like a kind of like an old school kind of Qaddafi situation where like the Sinaloa cartel, like, like he. What it comes down to, he was he was about making like he was about the business side of everything. Obviously, ruthless, blah blah, blah doing his thing really bad, but he kept everyone in fucking check and didn't fuck with like the general people because that's where he got his fucking money from, so and so forth, blah blah blah. His workforce. Now there's a power struggle. He's gone, so the, the chapel's gone. So now there's a power struggle, you know, with the other with the other sets, and their fucking parts with fucking these cartel guys are just running rampant, doing some fucking bullshit, trying to get names for themselves. So there's fucking videos. Um, of guys with fifty fucking cal, like fucking brass sniper rifles, on the in the backyard, perched up against a fucking cinder block wall, just taking fucking shots at a fucking like Air Mexico, fucking coming back from Cancun and shit on vacation, just boom. Oh just shit! Trying, this was just January sixth. Yes, wow. this is this recent, is very so yes, very recent. Passengers on board of an Aero Mexico flight duck for cover after it was shot at a Calacan, Mexico. Um, in Calacan, Mexico, at least one bu- bullet hit the fuselage in the moments after El Chapo's son was captured. So it seemed like it was a retaliation for his son being captured and they were shooting at the fucking plane. Wow. Just a random plane. The Aero Mexico the flight. Ran the like, fucking plane. God damn. Well, um, I think th- it, the as we get closer and closer to uh, <laughs> the end of the world, these stories are only going to get crazier and crazier. Uh, I'd didn't think I'd live to see half of this shit happen that I've seen in my lifetime, but here we are. Um, however, I will say that the the last thing I want to talk about, I think we don't have any time. Um, 
There's more. Well, we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. Because, boys, correct me if I'm wrong, how many national anthems do we have? One. One, right? The national anthem. We have the national anthem, right? That's yeah. it, right? Unless there's a, a unless there's a team from a different country playing. Right. And then oh, hockey yeah. games, you have two national anthems. Right. The two, Canadian one or the yeah. whatever they're from. You know. yeah, yes, they're from Canada. <laughs> you have uh, Russian too. Yeah, but they don't play in the NHL. They play no, in that's the just the, the that's the fucking the Olympics. Yeah. Um so apparently for a while now the NFL has been singing something that is unofficially titled the Black National Anthem. Come again? The yeah. Black National Anthem. Hey, there's a bunch of Hispanic fucking players on, on, on the field too. What the fuck, dude? Well, you know, again, nobody gives a shit, right? It's it's all about There's a long it's a long fucking song too. Yeah. It's so it's called Lift Every Voice and Sing. We're going to have to talk about this one because Matt has strong feelings about any the flag, the national anthem. Like, like we're going to have to talk about this with him. But it was written, uh, let's see, in 19, the music, the, the lyrics were written in 1900 and the music was written in 1905. Oh, wow. And so it, it was, was written probably by slaves. What well, was it was let's see it was uh mm-hmm. lift every voice and sing is what it's called uh written by james johnson set to music by his brother um written from the context of african americans as a hymn of thanksgiving and prayer of faithfulness and freedom mm-hmm. and it's imagery that evokes the biblical exodus from slavery to freedom in the promised land right and it, it was uh communally sung within Black communities, uh, while the NAACP began to promote the hymn as the Negro National Anthem in 1917 with the term Black National Anthem similarly used in present day, right? I get that because back then they didn't have rights. They were their own little group of people because of slavery and all that other shit. But now, you know, that's I mean, I, I get it. And I think I don't think it's sung at every football game. I think because I think it's only at the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is always during Black History Month. And I think that's the reason why they do it. Well, they've been doing it. Um, the tracks. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I went to a, a pro football game. I went to a, um, a Rams game against. Uh, fuck. What was it? It was during Military Appreciation Week. I went there with uh, my brother-in-law. He took me and. There was only one national anthem being pl- fucking played with a fucking like a big ass like hundred yard flag on the field with all the military guys and gals there, and there was only one national anthem played, and that was our national anthem, the U.S. national anthem, the one and only national anthem. Right. I get that them them playing it because it's during Black History Month and it it's it's like it's history because it was written back then, and it was at a time that. <clears throat> there was segregation and uh, one faction of people that, you know, the, the, the African-Americans, they didn't have any rights. They were slaves. They were yeah, being held. Well, under. not in 1900, but there, there's still Jim Crow laws applied. Right. There was However, still Jim Crow. There's segregation and all that stuff. What but- I'll, what I'll, I'll, so I want to get into this with Matt because I'm, I'm really curious to know what he, what he has to say about it. So we'll have to table this. But this is one of the reasons I want to bring it up because I'm going to tease this. No shit. Not kidding you, it is it is the it is not a national it is not the national anthem right, but it is a song that 
Obviously, the black community holds near and dear to their hearts if it's Reasonably, something yeah. that can be called the black national anthem. And so guess what lit off a uh, viral tweet storm controversy after Super Bowl was a female politician who had run for office in Arizona where she would run for governor in Arizona. And the Super Bowl was held in Arizona. So she was at the Super Bowl and somebody snatched a picture of her (gasps) sitting during the Black National Anthem and people lost their shit. I don't see a problem with that. If you have a bunch of NFL players that were kneeling or sitting because they didn't want to stand for the national anthem. Okay. Right. Well, it's two way street, man. Like if, if she well, doesn't stand, she doesn't stand. So right. Well, this like, goes well, back to that double standard. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go before that. Not recognized as. Well, so, that, that's, that's well, exactly like, it. How, how, how are you going to be appalled? That someone's not standing for this. When it's not wild, wild, widely, excuse me, widely yeah. recognized as a song that you just, I wouldn't, I would not know to stand for the song. Uh, I literally I'd be like, why, 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 why are people? So, Matt, I hope you're listening. I know you're listening. Be prepared, brother, because we're going to jump into this. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, no joke. Um, did you guys see that somebody, I posted this on one of our social medias, but did you guys mm-hmm. see that somebody, you know, how the, they're asking AI to write things and come up with pictures and all this stuff now? Yeah, some of it's kind of cool. Okay. So, somebody asked AI, to write a poem explaining why a trans woman is actually a man in the style of Dr. Seuss. And I thought I would give you a dramatic reading of this brief poem here on the podcast before we get into uh, big joke energy. I see your hair. It is a wig. Your Adam apple still looks big. You are a man. And that is clear. I do not see a woman here. I must admit it's rather odd to hear you say you're now abroad you have no uterus so no you cannot bleed from down below i do not like your padded bra you should not use the woman's spa you tell me you had surgery your pronouns still are him and he your chromosomes are x and y that means you'll always be a guy you gave yourself a girly name that does not mean you're now a dame a surgeon chopped your eggs and ham i still won't call you ma'am i am <laughs> Ooh, AI is getting canceled for sure. Fuck. How do you cancel a computer for coming up with a poem like that? You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. So, anyway, I thought you guys would enjoy that. That's pretty uh, funny. Yeah. So, That's pretty yeah. fucking funny, actually. I can get behind That's that. Pretty Dr. Seussish. Very yeah. much. Uh, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Oh, Jesus. And. I said, um, my wife says, oh. my wife asked me if she, ple- she said, honey, do I please you in bed? And I said, I love that trick you do with your mouth. And she said, what trick? And I said, the one where you shut the fuck up and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. Oh. What's the difference between my, uh, my girlfriend and an umbrella? What? Only one of them ever gets wet. Oh, Wow. I remember that time my buddy ran out of the room with tears streaming down his face, yelling, it's a boy, it's a boy. And he was so like crazy. But, you know, we haven't been back to Thailand since. <laughs> <laughs> you can point? see the video. You can see the video of uh, they're introducing all the all the contestants from the Miss Universe. 
it, oh. somebody spliced in a lady boy from Thailand. It's oh like, Thailand. God. It's like I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's oh, funny. not wrong. No. At at what point does a joke become a dad joke? Oh, I, I've told this one. Go ahead. When it disappears and it returns home. Yep. Oh God. You know what choc- chocolate's pronouns are? <laughs> What's chocolate's what? Her she. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> What do you get if you cross a loaf of bread with a vagina? Oh, fuck it. A Something yeasty? Oh, oh, shit. That's, I went for it. That's awesome. Yeah. I think my wife has the wrong idea about what doggy style sex is. Apparently, she okay. thinks it's when I beg and she plays dead. Oh, <laughs> that sounds, unfortunately, like my sex life right now. Oh. Good thing she doesn't listen. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, ahead, what do you call a paraplegic stuck in a tower? Uh, what? what? In trouble. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, what starts with E ends with E and has only one letter in it? E. An envelope. <laughs> what? An envelope. Okay. Oh, wow. Hook, oh, line, and sinker. I'm going to start calling my, you know how people call their toilet the John? Right. I'm going to start calling mine the gym. How come? Then I can say I wake up and go right to the gym every morning. No, man. I mean, you're not wrong. Or you pee in Jim's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. What's the difference between onions and my dead grandma? What What the fuck? I cried when I cut the onions. (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh my god, that's dark. Oh god. What's uh what's the tallest building in the entire world? Uh I don't know. A library. That one? It has so many stories. Oh shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How do you know where COVID nineteen is manufactured? Oh. It will have a sticker on the bottom saying made in China. Jeez. I mean, you're not wrong. It, well, that's no. that's the one that cracked me up is when you see the COVID tests and the bottom of the box is just made in China. And we're made like, in China. We know. <laughs> yeah, it was right. You know what you get when you cross a lawyer and a crooked politician? The White House? Chelsea Clinton. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know if you've walked into a sex addict's counseling session? What? Chuck's house? The psychologist will thank you for coming. Oh. oh. What's the difference between a politician and a snail? Uh, what? I don't know. One is a slimy pest that leaves a trail everywhere, and the other one is a snail. Oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get when you cross a duck with Kurt Cobain? Uh, what? Oh, what? An overdose on quack. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Overdose on the quack. On <laughs> quack. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, so I got a closer here. An old cowboy walks into a barber shop for a shave and a haircut, and he tells the barber he can't get all his whiskers off because his cheeks are wrinkled from age. So the barber gets a little wooden ball from a cup on the shelf and tells the old cowboy to put it inside his cheek to spread out the skin. When he's finished, the old cowboy tells the barber that that was the cleanest shave he's had in years but wants to know what would have happened if he had accidentally swallowed the little ball. 
And the barber says, just bring it back in a couple of days like everyone else. Oh, shit. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All right, Matt. We'll see you next week. Uh, we'll talk about the National Anthem and whatever other current event. Who knows? Maybe aliens will have landed by then. They'll come it's, to find I their mean, it's possible their son who was joyriding and then the octagonal sports car over Lake Huron. And, and be like, have you guys seen Billy? <laughs> Our son came all to of, Earth for a weekend. All of a sudden, water, water posters everywhere. Oh Missing posters. I honestly, like, nothing could surprise me at this point. World War Three, Wolverines, freaking China. Dude, you could have, like, a giant drill come up out of the center of this country and a bunch of mole men climbing out saying they've been watching us from the center of the Earth, and I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Well... There was a fucking pilot in World War II who f- said he flew into the center of the fucking Earth with like the Bermuda Triangle or some crazy shit or some fucking weird forest. Ended up flying into this cave and was fucking brought down by a group of fucking aliens and they were talking to him. He wrote a book on it. And they were they were men at the center of the Earth, like aliens at the center of the Earth and they were like controlling the Earth. Like it was fucking wild. I was reading it. I was like... This is crazy. This is fucking nuts. That sounds wild. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yep, nothing's going to surprise me. So, Matt, uh, be prepared. We're going to get after it next week. I will finally have uh, some free time. Um, But we snuck one in this week, boys. So, uh, until next week, we will see you in the locker room. And, uh, again, I don't care what your pronouns are. So, even next week, I still won't care what your pronouns are. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Read the speech. Yeah. At least I know how to shut off the podcast, right? I hope so. I think so. No, it was funny last time Marco and, and neither Marco nor Matt were quite sure how to stop the recording. No, we had no we had no idea. We had no idea. That was that was actually like, like about to hit this about to start hitting the computers, yeah. Yeah. So just for the record, this is how you end it. <laughs>